Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rollins Beer Podcast. Episode 284. Do you know anything interesting about the number 284? Absolutely nothing interesting. No, me, about ne- me Number neither. 284 or anything else, to be honest, really. Well, I can attest to that. Yeah. Thanks. Uh... <laughs> yes, I'm back after a week where I was drowning in emails. Yeah, so more talks about hops and wheat this week instead of uh, leave a gentleman. I'm not guaranteeing this, but possibly. It'd take me a while to come up with a League of Gentlemen reference for this one, I think. Uh, <laughs> this one being... Tint Meadow. Is that how you pronounce it? Tint. Tint Meadow. Go on. Tint in it. So it simply means it isn't the menu. Meadow. Tint the Meadow. I don't know. Tint Meadow, that. Hmm. So, Tim Meadow, Trappist beer. It is indeed a trap. <laughs> Too good. Sorry, <laughs> that, that joke has been, ever since I've known about Trappist beer, that joke has happened like repeatedly. <laughs> and it's always good. I, c- I can never. Do you, want, do you think the monks stand around and do it again? I hope I, so. I'd like to imagine. Uh, do you think the monks have seen Star Wars? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope one of them cosplays Akbar. <laughs> I, I think they argue over who wants to be the Jedi. Like they, they kind of all got the kind of outfit there already. Walks around in the rows just with the uh, uh, mask on, and then you know, just, they just lift it up and just went, it's a trap. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were actually in the Last Jedi. That's where they filmed it. Mm. All them little guys mm. hanging around in there. Uh... Uh. So, Tint Meadow is a. An English Trappist Ale. It is the first English Trappist Ale and came out this year for the first time ever. Mm. Um, yeah, so Trappists are... It, it's... Basically, it's an order of the uh, of Catholic monks and the requirements of being a Trappist Ale is that it is brewed within the walls of a monastery, a Trappist monastery... The work can be done by lay people or the brothers, but the actual brewing must be done inside the monastery and it must be overseen by the monastery. So it's still under the Trappist rules of of general produce, which are that they can't make obscene amounts of money on it. They're allowed to make a little bit, but basically the profits they make out of selling the beer should be put back into the upkeep of the monastery or good, good works or that kind of thing. I mean, it's an interesting new revenue stream for uh, for the Muslims. Because let's be honest, like you know, the church ain't what it used to be. You know, attendances well, are down. The collections are uh, a bit. Uh, that's right. A bit and, thin and on the ground. Actually, they tend to do lots of like it's fairly traditional for monasteries to do lots of different things like this. To earn brewing is a really traditionally monastic pastime. There's um, there's an island just off of Tembe with some monks that do something like this too. I'm not, mm. sure. I'm not sure if it's beer. There's a few of them that there's that some I know do other um, other things like kind of other other alcoholic beverages. Mead and stuff like yeah, that. there's also cheese. Um, cheese making is not an uncommon one. The guys who do that's, that's something I can get behind. I can't remember which of the which of the Trappist breweries it is. I've got a feeling it might be Orval. They do they do a cheese which like washed in the beer, and I was like, oh, well, I want to try that cheese. It's maybe really good. Yeah, because I was expecting something akin to Buckfast. Mm, yeah, your, no. <laughs> which is your classic monastery <laughs> brew, isn't it? So, the Trappist is like, it's an incredible and interesting and weird story. Um, Trappist breweries are, are now, the, I think, 
I can't remember how many there are now. I think we're up to about 14, something like that, 15? Something like that, yeah. It's quite a large, surprisingly large number, and a lot of that is booming in the last maybe 20 years or so. When you say it's quite a large number, I mean, you compared to the number of uh, breweries that have opened in the UK in the last year. Yeah. (laughs) But compared compared to how long it was for a long time. Yeah. So in the 1950s, I think there was about two or three. And... So what you actually had was, um, you had kind of the Trappist brewers approached the, the Pope, as you had to do at the time, to be recognised as a special thing. This is a Trappist brewery, um, and we're doing it kind of, you know, we should be acknowledged and, and as a, a part of the kind of proper thing. Um, is, that, is that a boss? Can we make some beer? Yeah, well, you, you can't, I think you need like a special like dispensation and stuff to, for it, to make, to, to, from the Pope and stuff. And the Pope, they took some beer... From uh, from Belgium across this I think this was like nineteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, ninth century somewhere mm. like that. I think from memory, I read about this a long time ago now. Um, but they took it across to the Pope, and the Pope went, "Yeah, this is really good beer. <laughs> Congratulations, guys! <laughs> you're exempt from you you because basically if you're the if you're That's a Trappist, you're only meant to be doing like legitimate work. Mm. You can't just like say, oh, I'm a Trappist, you know, <clears throat> software developer. Doesn't work." Mm. It's because Trappists are meant to be doing what they're doing to I mean, I mean, sh- improve sh- the spirit and, sh- and stuff. Surely, like surely the Vatican labor. needs a tech guy. I mean, uh, they do, but that's not. A, you won't be a Trappist. <laughs> yeah. Part of the tra- being a Trappist is that you're doing it's spiritual labor. Yeah. So they had to go to the Pope basically and say, you know, is brewing this beer, you know, God's God's work? And he's like, this is really good beer. <laughs> yes, yeah, keep doing it. <laughs> um, so. There's, it's a very at that time though it's probably just like fairly traditional like it was a, a Belgian beer it wasn't anything particularly special of there's no reason to believe it was really different than what other people were doing apart from it was brewed within the monastery um, and that was a fairly traditional thing lots of monasteries did um, and like a lot of that happened with the monasteries there was like there was uh, the French Revolution not good for monasteries particularly in that part of the world um, and the number of monasteries brewing really dropped down and then kind of start of the 20th century there was virtually nobody left doing it and it kind of when this nearly dropped out and then kind of reboomed um as I, the breweries kind of found a bit of fame and started to kind of be recognized for the quality of what they were doing mm. and the guy who was the head brewer at one of them well he was actually a lay person so he wasn't a monk but he was a head he'd been taken on as the head brewer at one of them to help kind of improve their recipes and so on and then when he did that, he then got kind of taken around to some of the other breweries, that, other Trappist breweries. So they actually kind of developed a style that was kind of almost his style. Became like, it's almost single-handedly one person. So the so reason... It's like a common thread amongst all yeah, Trappist beers. The reason that the Westmall, which is probably the Westmall is the most common one you see of the Trappist ones, um, in the supermarkets and stuff, and it's a really nice beer. A double and a triple. Yeah. yeah. And the West of the Terran, um, the Rocheville, the, the, a lot of these are all very similar, and it's all because they kind of, this real small group who've got a common thread between them. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, they've kind of got well-established, well-regarded, um, nice as well, although their beers, no matter how rare it is, the West of the Terran is one of the rarest beers in the world, and Riley God is one of the best beers in the world. If you go and buy it, the only place you can go and buy it, right, fully legitimately kind of thing, is you go to the monastery and you wait at the door and they sell it to you. And each day they put a thing like, okay, today we're selling the quad. Here you go. Today we're selling the triple. And the price is kind of sensible because they're 
Trappist Brewery. They can't charge huge amounts for it. Unfortunately, because it's so rare, people then grab bottles of it and flog it for ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. You do see legitimately traded versions around, mm. but basically the only way is a trader can go get it is they turn up at the gate like everybody else and say, I want to create you a beer. And they go, okay, here you are, let's create a beer. Well, they can flip it as much as they like. Uh, Satan will sort their asses out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, that was pretty established. And then more recently, we've had some Trappists appear elsewhere. So there's an Austrian Trappist brewery. Um, there was then the Trappist Brewery Spencer in the US, um, who do kind of like Trappist inspired, but it's still very distinctly US style. Mm. So they're they like a, a kind of IPA that's kind of Trappist IPA, um, and why, I've had why, this. Why, why can I just see the the monks in uh, in that particular monastery all wearing check shirts under the robe? Whereas Tin Medical this year, and it is brewed in near Leicester, I believe, from memory. I believe so, yeah. I, th- I believe that's what the postcode is. L-E. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've had this beer once already. I'm, I'm, and to me, it reminds me very much of somewhere between a Belgian Trappist beer and a British barley wine. Mm. It's, compared to the Trappist ones, it's a little bit boozier and sweeter. Um, they tend to, the Trappist ones tend to be quite dry and very easy, um, and I find this one's got a little bit more. Yeah, the sweetness is really oh, it's good, heavy and chewy. Sweet mm. and uh, mm. it's a really tasty ale. It's got a great colour. It's got like a bonfire toffee feel. thing. Mm. I'm really, really digging it. Yeah, yeah, I get a lot of bonfire toffee. If, if I see this at a shop or like on a tap, that that'll be it. I order this. You can also get, um, I also get quite a lot of like dried fruit out of it, kind of raisins and sultanas there mm. as well, which I quite... Yeah. Which I think maybe reminds me more of the Belgian bit of it, and the, the bonfire for me is more maybe the more the yeah, barley wine thing. It's got a lot going on, it's quite busy, but it's not heavy. It's mm. not, not far, not hard. <laughs> it's effective, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a scat. <laughs> not that kind of scat. <laughs> but yeah yeah not too heavy is what I was trying to get at yeah yeah so I'm, this is stocked at um, my, la- my, my local bottle shop as there's many of these fine beverages Ooh. in fact so I was chatting with Phil who's got the bottle shop and he's saying plug. he'd actually sent absolute plug he'd actually sent a case of this to Belgium which is great so I said if you told me if you told me 10 years ago I'd be selling Trappist beer to the Belgians that's, it, yeah. <laughs> That's the equivalent of uh, selling ice to the Inuit, isn't it? It is, yeah. definitely. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, well played, Phil. Well played. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, his bottle shop's going to be open for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. if, you get the, if you get the chance, go and visit. Well worth a visit. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm quite enjoying this. It's, uh, I, I approve of the beer. You know, I'm not sure about the Catholicism, you know, but <laughs> as far as the as far as the beer goes, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, come on, then. score I'm, it. I'm, oh, do you want me to score? You Ooh. can score. Come on, scores on the doors. Ooh. Nine. Ooh, big love. That's that's Bournemouth, isn't it? Sorry, big, um, big love. <laughs> I'm also going nine. Nine nine. Nine nine. I'm afraid there'll be no emergencies here. Um. I do like it, but not quite as much love as you guys. Um, ah, see, honorary northerner, I've got the flavour for this kind of thing. I, I, 
I like it. I am a big fan of the of Trappist the Trappist style beers. Um, I do think this probably adds more towards a barley wine. I think there's no bad thing for that. I kind of like the fact it isn't a straight copy of other stuff. Yeah, no, it's um, nice that it's got its own identity, isn't it? At least. Yeah, and I think that's that's about the best of the the Trappist ones. Anything else? There's like a common thread, but they are all unique and distinct, and mm. that's that's a good thing because they should be. They should have their own kind of culture and uniqueness to them. Um, I like this. It's a nice beer. Uh, it's still pretty young, particularly for a beer like like this. I think there's maybe have a bit more time on it. And, mm. Like this is not. I wonder how this would age. I think this would age really nicely. I've, I've got a bottle of it still. I might. Mm. I might. Uh, I might stick it in a cupboard for twelve months. Well, I <laughs> I had it say a few a few weeks ago and it was pretty pretty fresh and I think it's probably better now for a what's the it was best before fall for the seventh twenty twenty. So, so it's probably brewed in um, seventh this year. So I, I probably had it within a few weeks of yeah. brewing, and I, I think it's probably improved a bit from there. So uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. Seven, seven and a half. Be quite interesting to keep a bottle, come back, and maybe you know this time next year. Yeah, revisit it. Definitely want to to come back to. Um, I'm going to go eight and a half. So, nice. so all this, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not loving it as much as you. Yeah, I'm this... gonna be contrary and disagree with you, and half a point. Oh, yeah. That's so that's so wrong. So <laughs> well, I can't. I, I almost want to go left, but I can't because you know what? I do like it. <laughs> I think on that note, we should drink up and shut up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> go on then. We're, We're done. done.